if you saw the stallion and the mare over a half tower, the two heads out, how do you know the stallion from the mare? What the mare always twitches her ears. The mare twitches her ears. Oh, long ago we always used to go to the Oosterar pony race. It was an annual thing, and Clifton pony race, and Roundstone, even down in Carna, and uh, they used to have a, a great one too back in North Connemara and Omi Island on the on the beach there. Give me one bit of hair, and uh, I like a bag of oats or nuts, a little bit of bran, a little bit of gallops around the old beach or out in the field. It takes very little. You know, get a bit of road walking. Usually the kids are very interested in it. Oh, the bookies are essential. I mean, without the bookies, you just haven't got pony racing and that's it. She'll never win the Farmer's Cup for me And if you don't pull it through Faith, I'm done and so are you For I'll trade you off for glue, sweet Marie A Sunday afternoon in South Park, Galway The scene for the Cladder Pony Races Run under the rules of the Western Pony Racing Association and pony races, of course, have now become a very popular Sunday sport throughout the country. For six months of the year, anyway, it's not hard to find a weekly venue where you can race your pony if you want one, or back one if you feel like a flutter. Well, uh, a number of years ago, there was a, a lot of applications from people around the county wanting to run pony racing. Now, at the particular time, there was no association here in the West. The only one that was involved was the Irish Pony Racing Association. So, in order to run a meeting uh, on a Sunday, you had to apply to the Irish Pony Racing Association for permission. Now, should the Irish Pony Racing Association have a meeting on, on that particular Sunday at any venue throughout Ireland, uh, you couldn't go on on that particular date. You either had to alter your date or wait until a vacancy came up. So the Western Pony Racing Association, we decided to start up to give a chance to the areas that uh, weren't able to run Pony Racing Association under any particular rules. And when this, this came in, uh, we've had a number of applications from areas now wishing to come in under our rules. The rules are similar to the Irish Pony Racing Association, but the difference is that two Pony Racing meetings can be held on the one Sunday, probably not within 50 or 60 miles of one another, but both of them under sets of rules. And the rules say that the ponies must be 12-2 to 14-2 hands high. I went to Dublin, I went to Donegal, and I didn't win, and I was satisfied to come back after a good old day. Great old time. So nearly every Sunday... Well, I don't drink or smoke, and most of these fellas don't. And sure, it's a great interest. You know, the fresh air and the kids and the family are coming, and we bring those sandwiches and the lunch. And we have a great old crack. Everybody's satisfied going home. No 
one person has the advantage that you know, a husband and wife might bring their children out for a day's outing and you know if you get the weather in your favour what nice a way to spend a couple of hours in the afternoon because with the pony racing we usually have a lot of side shows going on with swinging boats and cheriplanes and uh, roulette and things like that that husbands or wives if they're not really interested in the pony racing as such can bring the children along and have a nice day's outing and between minerals and chocolate and sweets what have you the, uh, you know, they find it's a lovely way to spend an afternoon. The white flag has been raised. The horses are out. Three laps to go with Ballantogan Boy. Racing ponies are not very expensive. The prize money is good, and the training is not too complicated either. Without being trained, up to 300 quid. Like, uh, last year, now, um, Paddy Sharpen did more of it. He gave uh, 310 pounds for a year, like, in Bandless Law. She's only, he raced her now this year. She's only two year old. He'll give her a few races, like, so that'll give you an idea. Into the home stretch is Bill Ballantobin Boy. The prize money is good this year. The like, places are £70 and £80 for fourths and, you know, some of the races, 50 40 Down as low as 35 in places, but it's, it's, good, it's getting good. It's in another year or two, like, it will, the prize money will be very good. Well, in our uh, area now, Bellaconini, uh, it's a house-to-house connection. We collect from house-to-house, that's the, the, way, the way we get our money for it. You know, and some of the businessmen in the area, you know, supports it very well. And does it not depend on the prize money if you want to attract... Ah, uh, it is, yeah, you have to have fair prize money to attract the ponies. And what kind of prizes would you give? Well, I, I'd say this year that what we'd have about each race should work out about six races, about £60 each race, you know. Would that be considered good? Well, uh, not bad, no, you know, considering the, pri- the prize money, in, uh, you know. It's not bad. Different kinds of people become interested in ponies for different reasons, but there's nothing snobbish about the sport. We used to have always horses. They can used to be always hunting and pine to pine north. That's how I came interested. I have um, a first cousin in Dublin, John Costello. He, he is the stud farm there, Uncle Dear. I suppose I spent a while with him at the racehorses. So that's really made me interested in Dale. But then, do you remember when you bought the first one? I do, yeah. But it's a long time ago <laughs> since we bought the first one. I did a lot of show jumping when I was younger, like when 14 or 15. I used to, um, I used to ride a pony called Obliging Tommy for a neighbour, a man called Mikey Lachlan. I, I won an awful lot on him. He was great. I jumped against uh, Dundrum now at the time, goodbye. He beat them a few times. He was only a 14 2 pony. So out of that, I kept riding and kept on at them. How many ponies now have you of your own? I have uh, four of my own now. And the rest of them are belong to different fellas. Like, I have one belong to a pair of shock team done more. And uh, this one, one belong to uh, Kevin Connolly in Bellinisloe. And I had one belong to Mr. Burns in Bellinisloe. 
different people around. What do you call this one here? This is candy floss. Here. Has she won much for you? I have this one only a few weeks. I had another one, Sweet Marie, belonged to Kevin Connolly. She had won a lot for me. Um, she's only gone away a couple of days ago. So um, she won. Oh, she won a good few races by her. She was running well. And you can have like you can be have had luck too with them, you know. She got to, what happened to her, Sweet Marie. She and we were racing in Louisburg last Wednesday, and uh, she hit off a pole. So that put her out for a while. Well, I put a, a couple of pounds in the tatter races last. Yeah, she was she was in hard luck there. It was the bad start she got. It beat her there. Now, what, what do you do with the pony, like in the, on an average day? Like, how do you start with them in the morning? Well, in the morning I give them just a small little bit first in the morning, a little grain of oats, and I take them out and exercise them. And when I bring them back in, I feed them. I give them the right feed. And, you know, clean them down, dry them, room them off. And feed them off again in the evening. Three times a day I feed them. Later on, about nine o'clock again in the evening I feed them. But do they need much exercise? They do, they do. Like, they'd at least, if you want the time and really somebody with you when you have a lot of them, they'd want at least an hour and a half or two hours before you give it to them. And what kind of land do you run them over? I run, we have a good place for a gallop, to give them a gallop on. It's over about, it's about two miles away from me. It's a big turtle up there. And they used to hold flapper meetings one time in it. It's a good place for, that's where I give them their gallops. It's going to run around, it's good, it's nice and level. Now, how long does it take to train a pony, Mickey? For a race, and yeah. really, it's six months, like, to get her going proper. From, well, you know, from the time you break her, to have her really fit, like, before she's any good. Yeah. You know, it's really over six months before she's really at her best racing. Well, I've bought a few. I don't rear a whole lot because I happen to facilities. A friend of mine there, uh, Chick Hillen, has land, a small bit of land, and I, and I uh, have the ponies out on his land. I haven't bred any yet. I hope to, sometime, when I get a bit of land of my own. <laughs> By the way, they're not my ponies braying out there now. <laughs> One in training and two out on the land. Well, and you run them now every Sunday? Well, four or five Sundays so far this year, say in Chum and here in the Clada, and we'll move on to Ballinasloe, Gart, places like that. Well, how did you first become interested in those ponies? I suppose really it was coming here to the Clada Festival a couple of years back when I saw my first pony racing, and after that I kept going on Sundays just to see, and uh, I got the opportunity of buying a couple um, they're not great mm. but they're an interest Does it cost you much now to maintain them? I sure it wouldn't really um, I suppose you'd keep a pony for £100 a year really and uh, less even yeah you'd keep it less you'd keep it for £50 a year you'd keep a couple of them £100 a year and uh, you'd buy a fairly handy racing pony for about £150. And with plenty of training, I suppose, uh, you could win an odd race. 
You don't lose money on them anyway. Well, let's say for the interest that's in it, you wouldn't lose money, no. Mm. It's but a good pastime. Do you always back your own ponies? Oh, I wouldn't, no, no. No, I'd back the other fella. Because I know my own won't win. <laughs> Do you find it hard to get a jockey? Well, it's hard enough to get a good jockey, a light lad. You'll get a lot of light lads willing to ride the ponies, but they're not they're not strong enough to control the pony, you know? Um, young Frank Hughes is a handy enough jockey. He's light, but he's going to put on weight. He rides for PJ Tonery a lot, and he rides his own pony. And uh, on occasions he'll ride mine. Um, you need a light lad. Ponies are small, so you need a very light lad. And to get a light lad strong enough isn't too easy, you know. I've got anybody on the bead. Anybody on the bead. Well, how many ponies have you? Got? Two ponies. And tell me what you do with them. Just keep them around all the meetings everywhere around the country. Every Sunday, not weekday. Cut them out meetings as well. That kind of thing, you know. Does it cost you money? Oh, not that much, really. You know, cost the most to feed the ponies, like you know, place nuts and that. That was the price money, fairly good everywhere you go on now, isn't it? So, yeah, we've won a good lot of money on and off the last two years at it, since we started now, like. We've only had it in tune in the last five years. Because they were years ago, but they the way, you know. Would you win much now in a year? Yeah, we would suppose we win about £400. Each horse might win £400, if you're lucky, like. With you now, it's mostly a hobby, is it? Oh, it's only a hobby on Sundays, yeah. Just a hobby, yeah. And it's a good old pastime, you know, when you have a couple of ponies and go around. Of course, we're getting better every week, you know, not an odd week here. <laughs> but if you... How long is the season then? Uh, the last about around six months, yeah. The first one is in April, isn't it, Mickey? The first one is April, yeah. It runs up then. Uh, we have one up at first Christmas as well, in the south, mostly. Like. Not too much around here, you know, they're all running around this country early in the year. But do you find out that in the country places that people are, are interested in oh, the horses? Oh, very interested in it. I did a lot of racing in Connemara last year. The prize money was perfect entirely. Great prize money. Oh, you even back in the Belly Canadian? Oh, I was, yeah. There was a few races back there now, £100 races in it. They were very good, like, and everyone got money went back on horses. It's quite good, yeah. You know, but the horses are getting better, of course, you know, as you go on every year, and more thoroughbred horses coming out in this. A well-bred pony is a valuable asset for these Sunday meetings. That's if you're really after the prize money. Mickey, when you're buying a pony, what do you look for? The breeding. What the bred by in it's good look you know, well bred looking pony. And then like one that'll make like they won't grow too big for the pony race. And what age are In a year and a two year old. If you could get them in with a two or two and a half, you know, you'd have a good idea what height they were going to grow. And like 
there'd be there'd be well fit for racing the following year, like they're going into a three, three and a half year old, like and they'd be you'd get a good few races out. Is there any particular part of the country now that you find good for Um really you want to go up the country, around Dublin, Kildare. On that side of the country to get the real blood pony. You'd have more accomplice now in those than ones you get around Galway, would you? Yeah, you would. Like, that's really where they're all coming from, that side of the country. All these blood ponies. Well, why can't you have blood ponies down here? I don't know. There's not that many breeding them. Like, they're, they're all going for the half-bred horse here, like, and they're strapped. No one, nobody likes wants to give a thoroughbred heart like we say to a pony to get to get the blood pony. But the, the, like the blood po- like the good ponies, they're in it really for that type of racing. Unless you travel out. But probably it's in a few years' time they will. That there will be plenty of them in this side of the country. So maybe three or four years' time. And when you're going out to the Curra around there for a pony, what's the average price you pay for it? Well, you could be looking enough around there to buy one 150, 200 pound. They don't set much value on the small pony up that side of the country. Not as much as down here uh, for racing. But if you get them, they're good, is that? They're good. Yeah, like if you get them, you like you know, like that the blood is in them, that the breeding is in them. Out into the country. It's still if he stays the height like that, he will race. Jake, how many ponies have you all together? I have 13. Well, do you do it kind of as a, a hobby or an occupation or what? I do it as a hobby. Yeah, and do you race them often? Yeah, nearly every Sunday I'm gone someplace. Uh, well, there's about 12 pony meetings in Goal- County Galway. Well, is this a new thing now, the Sunday afternoon pony? Yes, it's about, uh, I'd say, about six years now in existence. There's always betting on it as well. Oh, plenty of betting. But 50 pounds, 60. Very popular. Very popular. Well, does it cost you a lot now to <coughs> train the pony? No, no, no. I'd say about um, about four or five pounds a week. Actually, that's very little. But I have my own bit of hair. And uh, a bag of oats or nuts. A little bit of bran. A little bit of gallops around the old beach or out in the field. It takes very little. You know, give them a bit of road walking. Usually the kids are very interested in it. You know, that's grand. Um, would you make money on them then? Oh, you would. Take Patricia there now. She's won about over 150 races. She won here to Sunday. She won last Sunday. She got £70 here today. And uh, she didn't cost only about £80 when they bought her. She'd won over 150 races. And they had... Uh, and they're so good at this job now that they, they don't get a bit with uh, their own horse they're so good Patricia's well known but they know what's going to be second to her so they get the forecast first and second but no matter how nice it is to watch the ponies coming down the field in the last furlong it's always that bit nicer if you've got a bet on the one that's in the lead so to facilitate the punters the bookmakers attend these Sunday meetings Number nine is Big Chi Boy. Number 11 is the champ. And number 12 is New Fort Jet. 
That's the declared runners for the second race, run over one and a half miles for the Alderman uh, Sheila Jordan sponsored South Park Plate for ponies up to and including 14 hands high. The horses are in the parade ring. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight runners in the second race on the card this afternoon. Do you do as well now at pony races as the ordinary horse race? Oh yes, why not, why not, yes, equally good. Equally good now of a Sunday. You get, well, you see the gathering here. Of course, you see in the big rings at the other meetings, they win possibly great big monies and everything like that. But, but with the bets on these kind of races, be as big? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, no, not really, no, not, not as big, but um, proportionally now to the outside ring, you know, you couldn't expect the same amount of money to be involved because there's families that come here. Oh, what is the highest bet for you? Oh, about... 40 pounds, maybe, to win 20. It's usually long odds on, you see. The better odds on them. And it's just safer than having it in the bank. Safer than having it in the bank. When they're better odds on one, he goes by there, and that's it. And you're happy? Well, not always happy, but there's no use in being too grieved about it, is there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not happy. We'd much sooner to see one go by at 20 to 1, but... Ever goes by well, we can do nothing about it, and we might as well be happy as unhappy, don't you think? That's right. Hmm? Well, would you go far away now, too? Where do you come hmm. from yourself? Where you? French Park. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, distance maybe a hundred, hundred miles, hundred and twenty round. You're quite happy now. It's what you're taking away today, if you are. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a very good thing, if I am taking away. Yeah. Oh, yes, uh, uh, satisfied we got enough for the day now. We have another day tomorrow, you know. In Whitegate, is Oh, uh, possibly, yes, I don't know where we go yet. We might go to Donegal, there's one in Donegal, and we may go down there tomorrow. You never know, you see. Listen to the weather forecast. If it says fine in the north, well, we go to the north. If it says fine in the south, but it doesn't always be turning out that way. We go with the weather, is that it, rather than the wind? Yeah. Oh, the bookies are essential. I mean, without the bookies, you just haven't got pony racing, and that's it. Now, we in the Clada now, this year, we had eight bookies, which was a record for us. But prior to this, we had our meeting on the August bank holiday. And this year, 1977, we changed over and had it on the Sunday. And everyone is in agreement that it was a winning stroke to make because um, the bookies would be involved in the Monday, I would say, at Leopardstown or Mallow because those meetings are under the Irish Turf Club and they wouldn't be available on a Sunday. But with no racing under the Irish Turf Club rules on a Sunday, this leaves the Sunday open for the pony racing and for the bookies, who some of the bookies have told me they prefer to be at pony race meetings rather than, uh, than the meetings under the Turf Club because of the... The atmosphere, they think it's a more casual atmosphere. Well, the bits will be fairly small, I think. Well, I'd say in general, yeah, you probably would get the odd punter who is trying to make a killing, but uh, generally speaking, I'd say anything from a pound to five, I'd say, please. You know, they, they have no limit. When I mean by limit now, no downward limit, they'll take... I, I've seen them take 20 pence, you know, and anything up to a pound or maybe five pounds, but... Uh, uh, 
no, in general the bets are on the small side. I would hope they'd stay that way too because I'm not too keen on the big gambling element, you know. There was an occasion there in the Cladder this year now where a pony was well backed in a race. There were seven runners. Uh, Jonesbury owned by Sean McGann there in Ballymac Ward. And Jonesbury fell with, with three, just one complete circuit of the track to go. And there was an awful lot of money went down with him. But that's the look of the game, even though it's only, they're all flat race races that we run. Paddy, what's the name of this horse you've got? Uh, Flyboy. And you're running in the next race with That's it. right, yeah. And what do you think the chances are? I, I'm hoping he will win, but uh, <laughs> I couldn't say after that, you know. Yeah, well, have you run her often before? Yeah, I ran her in uh, Tume last Sunday, got third of him. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping that he'll go a bit nearer the front this time. Yeah, well, if you won now, what will you get out of it? Uh, about uh, 30 pounds. Mm. Uh, does it cost a lot to keep a pony like that? Uh, not that much, no. A bit of oats, nuts and a bit of hay. A lot of walking. Yeah. But in the week now, would that amount to much uh, in money? Uh, about a five or a week. Five pounds a week. How many ponies do you keep all together? Well, I keep uh, six all together, but I'm racing two of them. Is it true now that in some pony races they run the pony under one name one Sunday and under another name then another Sunday? No, another that's day? impossible now because you have to register at the beginning of the year with yeah. the both crowds. There's two different uh, organisations doing it, Western Pony Racing and uh, the Irish Pony Racing. But you can have a different name on a pony in the Western than in the Irish, yeah. you see. But uh, once you are register, you have to run them in the same name. Yeah. Organising pony races in a locality is not difficult if enough people are interested and if sponsors can be had to put up the prize money. We have placed a number of advertisements in uh, local newspapers and in papers throughout Connacht. We've also had advertisements in the uh, Irish fields. As a matter of fact, the, the editor, Evel Douglas, was on to me uh, some months ago about correspondence in this matter. And we place advertisements early in the season about pony racing, telling the public that we have set up an association that anyone wishing to run meetings under our rules should apply to myself. And then when they apply, I send on all the details as regards the type of course, the venue. As a matter of fact, Ucknerard um, were uh, anxious to run a pony race meeting this particular year, now 1977. And I met one of their committee early on in the year, a chap called Jim Sharkey, and I went to, to, to uh, Uchterard with him and I vetted out a bit of ground that was there. And it was quite good, as I told him on the particular day, that uh, uh, it would, was quite adequate for having a meeting. But they had a problem there where the county council were due to take over the ground for development for housing. So Jim got back to me later on then, about a month's time, and he said he was sorry that they couldn't have a point of rest meeting this year because the ground was being taken over. But they had it as one of their priorities for... 1978. So 
I told Jim at the time that I'd give him all the assistance he wanted in the new year and I'm hoping that Uchtarard will be in with us in 1978. Good jockeys aren't easy to come by, particularly ones that are light enough for the job, but then they don't have to be paid much money. That's the problem, very hard. I have two young, I have a girl now and she's out of, out of ponies now. She was very good. Uh, she won't ride a pony now, she see, feels ridiculous at 20 years of age. I have nothing put it in and he's always going on holidays. He's gone the long time. But jockeys are hard to come by because they're weighing them now as well. You know. Now what would you pay a jockey for one pony race? Uh, you give him sweets money. There's no set figure in paying them at all. You just give him a few pounds, whatever. If you had a bet, you might put a pound on for it too. They're not spoiled and they do it for the pleasure. You, you go, as a matter of fact, you get a lot of young lads asking you, pulling your coat, let me ride this horse. Mad for it. Under the rules, like, you need the lightweight, like, jockey about maybe five and a half stone, which is very hard. This side of the country, whatever, around the west, it's hard to get a uh, jock that, that weight good enough. Like, you want to go up to the country to get them good. And it's easy now to get girls to do it, they'd be fairly light. It isn't, no. There's many girls that like to, uh, well, at that age... Do you know, that likes to go in and to go at it. I don't see many of them. Maybe maybe two or three girls pony racing. It's nearly all young fellas. From, say, 13 and 14. Younger, even. From nine. Pony racing was always popular in the west of Ireland, and although many venues were discontinued years ago, they are now being revived. And, of course, the skill of the Connemara pony as a racer is still debated. And a Connemara pony, if she's well cared for, she'll beat any thoroughbred horse or mare. But then they don't race them very much, do they? Oh, very much so. If you got Clifton races, Clifton races, they're not thoroughbred mares or horses. And you see them as good as you see them in the clatter of races. That's my opinion now. Oh, long ago we always used to go to the Uchtarad Pony Race. It was an annual thing, and Clifton Pony Race, and Roundstone, even down in Carna, and uh, they used to have a, a great one too back in North Connemara and Omi Island on the, on the beach there. And there used to be some great, great ponies there, very, very good ponies, great class of ponies. Uh, go to you see in any part of the world, let's say. But I thought at that time that they were a little bit bigger than the Connemara pony, although they believe they are all Connemara ponies. But there was one famous pony in Uhtrard, his name was Cannonball. Well, the whole world knew about him. I think he won every race he ever entered. And when he died, they, had a, they waked him for a whole week in Uhtrard. There was more drink drank in Cannonball's wake than, than on the highest person who ever died in Connemara. Uh, used to be betting on the races in those times? Very little betting in those times. There used to be a book or two in Uhtarad, but not a book or two at the most, I'd say, that, used to, uh, that I ever saw in Uhtarad. But I believe now it's all those places now, they have four or five bookies at each pony race now. But the Connemara pony isn't much good for racing, isn't it? It's not fast. Oh, he's fast. In his own class, of course. He's about the fastest pony in Ireland, I'd say, in his own class. 
anything from 13 to 14 hands. They're a pony like that you could cross with a thoroughbred horse. Like you'll get the right size of a racing pony. Then, you know, if you had a Connemara now with a bit of blood in her, and cross it with a thoroughbred horse, like you'd come out with the right size of a racing pony. We say around the 14 hands or 14 toe. They wouldn't grow too big out of them. But um, are they more valuable now than these ponies? Five minutes left. Like they're selling them. Well, it depends on the pony you have. You know, you want a real, you want a good Connemara pony, like to, to get a good price. You know, she wants to be a real good one. And it's the same with the racing ponies. He wants to be a good racing pony. Like, if he's a bad one, nobody wants him. You know, if he's not in the winning circle now and again, nobody wants him. Like, nobody's going to buy something that's running down the field. And it's the same with the Connemaras. Committees always come in for a fair amount of criticism, and the Western Pony Racing Association is no exception. Just because there's somebody that think they are, they're elected onto the committee just because they might have be a shopkeeper or publican or something with a good job but, and they don't know the first thing about ponies they're, they're ruining actually there was a pony race here today and they had no ponies in for it because they didn't well you have to see the fellas at the meeting you have to go every Sunday and you come into Galway what's in it is a 13-2 or 14-2 that kind, that's the best publicity of the lot because we're meeting them every Sunday and these fellas that have no interest around the committees, making chairmen and secretaries, they don't even know a donkey from a pony. That's what ruin it. You want a fellow that's well able to know the job and he know the fiddling going on. It cost um, two pound, like we say, now to get registered with the Western Pony, to get the pony registered for the year and get her name, the name on it. Like, and she has that name for the year. And um, it's the same as... The ponies above. But does it sometimes happen then that, say, a person runs a pony under the name, say, Red Admiral, and one Sunday, and then maybe a pony guard two weeks later? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do. But how do they get away with that? Well, they're probably, we say, registered above in Donegal under the name of Black Beauty, and they could come down to Galway here and get her registered under a different name. Well, at a flapper, at, well, say, at the flapping meetings, like, you can call them any name. Like, you could put Pony out in one race now and call her whatever you want and put her out in the next race and call her a different name. They do that in the, in the flappers. But these would be racing and not run, run under any rules. The, the flappers are not yeah. run under any rules. Yeah. But under the rules, the, if they run, they have to keep, keep their own name for the year. Like with the Western now and with the, the ponies. The other rules. They're registered for the year with the one name. And uh, every place they run, they have that name. And as they come down that straight, it's Hula Hoop. But it's Hula Hoop and, and Sweet Marie. And Sweet Marie and Hula Hoop now. Neck and neck as they come down into the straight. Coming away from the afternoon's races with an extra few pounds adds a bit of flavour to the outing, whether you're a punter or an owner. And it's Hula Hoop now. Hula Hoop is in front. Number seven is Hula Hoop. Number one is Sweet Marie. And keep the track. Every Sunday I make money. I don't make a, a thousand or anything, but I make a few quid. Every Sunday I make a few pounds. I had me off on the back here now today. I had a fiver number four to one, and I had a fiver forecast first and second at six to one. So I didn't do too bad. No, quiet. I'm delighted anyway. That'll keep me going for another while. I'll be able to buy an extra bag of oats. And indeed, some people come away from the races with the idea that they would like to own a pony. A proposition that's not that outlandish and one that could give a lot of pleasure and satisfaction to a family right through the year. 
in general, a person can pick up a pony for a couple of hundred pounds, and while it's a bit costly now for the feeding of ponies, but the interest in pony wrestling is becoming so tremendous now that people don't mind the expense of uh, having a pony in training and the uh, the prize money is fairly good. I, we were hoping like we can improve on it in the years that lie ahead, but at the present moment, I mean, an owner can get from 70 to 100 pounds in a particular race, and if, if he won, we'll say, four or five races in the, in the season on the average, he'd get 250 or 300 pounds prize money. Now, while all owners can't get that, but this could go a long way towards the feeding of a pony. We hunt these ponies in the winter as well. The kids hunt them, and there's no trouble there if you have a small bit of land. You can go out and hunt them with Molly O'Rourke or the Blazers every Sunday with Molly, and she's grand in the winter time, so they've been stuck in an old pub that's running half the bloody country. Isn't it through for me? And I said, young lads, I have sold ponies to kids that had eaten back gardens, and they're getting on grand with them. I sold them cheap, Connemara ponies, horse poas now, that I bought for them. There was one young girl beside me, Amora Hillard. She bought one, and her father built a stable at the back of the house, and it's had to be about 20 feet by 20 feet. And she had a great time hunting in that house. She was here pony wrestling, but not today, you know. She's, well, that's what I'm saying. That's a great chance for kids now. She looked at the swamp alone. There's about 20 horses tonight in it, all free grazing. And it's most of the young lads around the town that has them. It should be encouraged.